0: You're not only explaining your answer, you're giving two of them. So you're playing the game horrifically, um, which I appreciate. (laughs) Touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. I smell like a sound. I'm lost in a crowd and I'm hungry like the wolf. As I start this fine broadcast, wow. episode number 151 of the Pro <laughs> <laughs> Upfront Podcast, a uh, little double Duran for you. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. I am. Hey right, one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the ombudsman of one-word identifiers, the one and only Kirby Hossam. And
1: Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing better now. I get, get serenaded by a little Duran Duran to start my day. I, yeah, feel pretty pretty solid right now. But things are, things are really good. Um, Business is good right now. And, you know, it's one of those where um when... I'm meeting with suppliers and everybody's like, yeah, they everything's okay, but yeah. feeling a little flat and we're up. I'm like, okay, how do I keep this momentum going? Um, and so that's sort of like I'm almost doubling down on efforts right now. And you know, I get excited when that happens, buddy. So how about you?
0: Absolutely. No, no. When things like that happen, you're talking to suppliers, but your business is doing well, I say stick your head in the sand and pretend nothing bad is ever going to happen. <laughs> Always works out for me. Um, no, I'm doing well. Um, Memorial Day weekend, the traditional kickoff of summer, I always think um, the first five months of the year, I think, are rough. Uh, I think it's very tough to kind of get to this point, and I don't know why. I think maybe there's not a lot of holidays, there's not a lot of three-day weekends, not a lot mm-hmm. of things like that. So I, I love Memorial Day. First of all, I love what it stands for, obviously, was we yeah. honor our, uh, the people who sacrificed everything so that we could live freely here in the United States. Um but also, it's that traditional kickoff of summer, and, and I love that. And it got, got me to thinking, as things often do, Kirby. Uh, you know, our sponsor this week is uh, PXP Solutions, and their owner and CEO, Bruce Jolish, who's a friend of ours. He wants to personally thank everyone for, for listening to this fine broadcast. Um, and, he, and what he did, wanted to do something different this week. He actually just said, Bill, if you would, I'd like you to read something from me to the listeners. So, Kirby... With your permission, yeah, I am going to read that. I love it. All right. Before you enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, I wanted to give you a few reasons why PXP Solutions in Dallas, Texas should be your go-to apparel decorator. We've had the vast majority of our clients stay for over a decade. And I love a stat like that. I think you do too. We always do what we say. We are a one-stop shop from design to fulfillment, which means we can source your blanks, decorate the design, and ship to either one address or over 2,000, all with one single purchase order. Who doesn't love that? Uh, whether printing or embroidery, we can decorate using a variety of mediums, whether that's water-based, discharge gel, high-density, glow-in-the-dark, UV. Okay, we, we get it. puff. I mean, there's a million yeah. ways they can do yeah. it. Uh, I think you get the idea. So, But most importantly, we have a tremendous group of people that not only excel at what they do, They do so with care to the highest quality results. Kirby, I don't know about you. I think that's great stuff. I just love a personal message like that, uh, especially in in a very competitive space like uh, decorating apparel.
1: Yeah. And I think that uh, one of the things that stands out is one of the last things that you said. It was like, it's so important that there is a level of care. I think that um, caring is one of the best marketing tools your organization can really have. And so I love that he talks about that. I love that he leads with that. So that's that's good stuff.
0: Yeah, Kirby, as per usual, I couldn't agree more. So <laughs> Bruce Jolce would love for you to call him as he really wants to ensure that each of you is taken care of so that the expectations of you and your clients aren't just met, they're exceeded. So you can email him at bruce at pxpsolutions.com. Heck, you can even give him a call at 214-380-1883. I guarantee you, you won't be sorry you did. All right, Kirby. So we are at episode number 151. We only have 149 to go to episode 300. So we're on the downside uh, of that. <laughs> Joking aside, you have the promo again. We, you know, One thing I uh, was remiss to mention last week, uh, I try to at every milestone podcast we do is thank you. Uh, and I mean it from the bottom of, of my heart. I really always appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to do this with hmm. me. Um, it's fun for me. I still think it's fun for, I hope it's still fun for you. For sure. Uh, and, and I really do appreciate you, your generosity of giving your time and your talent and your partnership. So thank you for, for 150 episodes and, and who knows how many more we'll do, but, uh, I do appreciate you.
1: Wow man, that's really nice and and boy, I totally agree this is we've talked about this before and I think we say it and I think sometimes we the people think that we're just making it up but it really is one of the highlights of my week every yep. week we get together we we yuck it up a little bit and I always get off this podcast feeling better than when we started. So I appreciate you always. right back buddy.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right. so you've got the upfront section of mm-hmm. this week. Uh, We are going to have a party in the back this week. So so you might want to stick around for the end. We're going to have a little fun uh, as
1: we enter the Memorial Day
0: weekend. So Kirby, you've got up front, what do you got for us today?
1: So yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was looking around the the promo space and there was nothing that was kind of yanking my chain. So I, I have this, I think this is appropriate. So Adobe injects AI into Photoshop. They just announced mm-hmm. that artificial intelligence has come to Photoshop. Adobe, um, it's uh, its generative AI image service, um, which is Firefly, to mm-hmm. the ubiquitous design program. Users will be able to alter pictures using text-based commands, adding or removing objects. Um, Adobe says AI is going to be the co not a substitute for human designers. Um, but some observers think that this could lead to a surge in deep fakes. So, yeah. Bill, I ask you, Yeah, <laughs> adding or Adobe adding AI into Photoshop, yeah. good, bad,
0: inevitable? Inevitable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they have to. You know, Adobe is the mainstream service when it comes to uh, graphic design. And so it, it was only a matter of time before they did this. Um, You know, I think I've shared with you, I use mid journey. um, Mm -hmm. We talked about that, I think, uh, a couple weeks ago and and so it's here. What I like about what Adobe's doing is they're integrating it into a platform that uh, a lot of the people use in Illustrator and Photoshop so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. that's cool. I think the other thing that I cuz I read the same article is that they are going to put watermarks on there that are going to be mm-hmm. I think you know they're go- they're going to be hard to remove of course you probably can if you want to <laughs> using
1: you know Photoshop. Right.
0: Right, <laughs> but it'll say, you know, it it was created completely by AI or was assisted by AI. To hopefully combat what you just brought up, which is the deep fakes. You know, it's something that we're gonna to have to really wrestle with as a society. Um, the whole deep fake issue with the voice thing we talked about from Apple that's coming up and all the, you know, the some of these images that AI is coming up with are 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 stunning in in both their um, a coolness, but also the realism. So I think it's just something we're going to have to really watch. I like the approach Doby's taking of saying, look, our view is that AI is the co-pilot. You know, it's still thought. I, I do use AI. We've talked about this on the podcast. Um, it is still um, very wonky and wow. it, it can help with things, but it can't really create things. It still takes, it's like a car. This is the way I look at AI right now. AI is like a car. My car can get me somewhere much faster than I ever could walking, but I'm still got to be the one to turn the key. Mm-hmm. So if I choose not to turn the key, that car is not doing anything. Right. And so that's what I think if you look at AI is like that. Okay. So AI is a vehicle for me to get maybe where I'm going faster, perhaps a little more creatively, whatever, or, you know, help with that process. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to look at it and hopefully use it for good, not for, for nefarious Purposes. I mean, I worry about the deep fake stuff with scams and things like yeah. that. That's really where I worry about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, my I, I this is really good. I think your insight is is spot on. I think you know, I actually thought they were a little late to the party, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see yeah. this because I, you know, I think they had to respond to some of the stuff that Canva and some of the other uh platforms yeah. are doing. Um, I do like the idea. That for those who are uh, well steeped in Adobe knowledge, they'll be able to utilize this and speed up the process. So I do think that's going to be good for anybody who's a designer, but also for folks who are looking yeah. to do really cool uh, designs for branded merch. So I, I think yeah. this is going to be a really interesting sort of next season that we're entering into on this. I, I do
0: too. And, and to your point of they, they seem a little late to the game. And I agree on the surface. I think they do seem late to the game. Good for them. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, maybe they want to make sure it worked exactly how they wanted rather than rush to market. Yeah. And also, again, on the surface, it seems like they're taking a very responsible and a very measured approach, um, as opposed to thinking we've got to do something or we're going to lose our business. Adobe has credibility and that credibility, as we've seen in numerous instances, can be completely destroyed because people rush to market. They want to be mm-hmm. the first to say something, first to do something. So I don't have an issue with that, but also mm-hmm. I'm not 15 and I don't need my candy right now.
1: That's a good point so, though. Good I, 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 I like that, man.
0: All right. So, you know, I mean, well, you and I are pretty fired up some morning, <laughs> but I got to tell you something Kirby, I got to do something here. I got to fire it up a little more. I got to, in fact, I have to do more than that. I've got to amp it up. Kirby, Kirby. If you were a distributor and you are, I'd ask you, hey, is your marketing working? So I'm not gonna ask you that because I already know your marketing's working because you use AMP. And if I'm gonna ask the rest of the distributors listening, hey, is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question, question with an immediate heck yeah, Bill, it is. Stop asking me. Then you need to reach out to our pals over at Promo Pulse. They can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing is so easy to use kirby i think you know what i'm gonna say you can customize it you can set it and then you can forget it all within simple five minutes so hey you want to learn more go over to propulse.io slash amp you're not going to be sorry you did okay kirby so this did catch my eye from our good pals over at asi specifically Mm -hmm. chris ruvo Mm -hmm. um Kind of an investigative report, which I so you love lists. Okay, I, I love do. investigative reports. Okay, okay. So I, that that's a that's a uh, breaker phrase for me. Someone says investigative report, I'm at least going to see what they're talking about before <laughs> I do anything else. Love it. So uh, kind of investigative report from Chris Ruvo at ASI that tests showed that some uh, fabric uh, f- used by Next Level Apparel originated from Xinjiang which is a, a region from uh, in, where imports are banned in China mm. due to the suspected use of forced labor, mm. okay? Okay, yeah, I did so, not see this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is from Next Level Apparel. So Next Level Apparel is quarantined the fabric and no additional garments will be made from it. A little bit of a backstory though. So it, they were alerted by uh, kind of a, a, a partner of theirs in Nine Line Apparel, uh, a gentleman by the name of Tyler Merritt. Uh, And so they used uh, nine line apparel, used forensic and data science to conduct isotopic testing on blank shirts that included uh, next level apparel. It's something they do. They're very they're very focused on ethical sourcing. And so I I think they run these tests uh, on occasion. Um, So they basically analyzed the chemical footprint to determine where the fabric was sourced. When they found out it came from Xinjiang, they contacted um, uh, they contacted next level apparel to express concerns. But they were rebuffed, according to Tyler Merritt, they were rebuffed by the company for a few months. At that point, he decided to go public. His story was picked up by a number of mainstream media outlets mm-hmm. and only then did North uh, North American North Next Level Apparel offer to return the inventory and quarantine it. So In a statement, uh, Next Level Apparel said they have a zero tolerance policy on forced labor and that confirmed instances of forced labor by a factory mill or other entity in its supply chain network may result in termination of the business relationship. And from all accounts, they have terminated the relationship because this is illegal. It is a law that you cannot import things from this region in China due to uh, Mm -hmm. suspected use of forced labor. So I'm not sure I love how Next Level Apparel uh, originally responded, um, but the material does seem to be out of circulation. But it begs a few questions, and I want to ask you this from a distributor perspective, Kirby. Yeah. How many other suppliers do you think, either knowingly or unknowingly, I'm not going to, I don't know what happened at Next Level, so I'm not going to say it was on purpose. Uh, But how many other suppliers, either knowingly or unknowingly, are using materials from areas known to use forced labor? That's a big question, and I'm not sure I know how to answer. I don't think there is a question. I think it's just something we need to think about. Maybe you have an answer to that, but I sure don't.
1: Yeah, I, I think that, as you know, I, I tend to take a pretty optimistic view of sure. things. And I think that the other right. piece is because I know so many um, folks yep. in the industry, my guess um, would be that the percentage of... Mm-hmm reputable suppliers I, there's so many suppliers that i just don't know right? right so i can't speak to that but i would say that the mm-hmm. the percentage of reputable suppliers that are knowingly doing it are ex- yeah. is exceedingly low because I, I because there's just it's because it, it's too much risk it, the, yeah the the squeeze doesn't it isn't worth the squeeze you know what i mean so yeah. that would be my yeah, yeah. Be my first take
0: and I agree. I think it's going to be more unknowingly that they're yes. using a partner in their uh, international supply chain and they don't realize what they're doing. So mm-hmm. it might be more checks and balances and things like that. Is it a concern for you as a distributor? Is that something you worry about or it, does it, it even cross your mind?
1: It's. A, I think that's a totally fair question. Yeah. And I think, I think your, your point is exactly right. So I would say on a daily basis, no, it's not something I'm thinking about. Am I glad that there are organizations out there doing research around it? Yeah. Very, because I don't want my name, um, tarried about in, you know, in a, in a situation like this. So, um, is it something I'm thinking about on a regular basis? No, probably maybe I should be, but I love the idea that there is investigation around it so that these kind of things do, um, get brought to light before it, get, you know, before it becomes a major scandal.
0: Right. And, and again, we weren't there. We don't know yeah. when Next Level Apparel yeah. uh, responded to Tyler Merritt from Nine Line Apparel. Yeah. No one's pointing any fingers here. Who knows? It may, there may have been miscommunications again. Yeah. I just love that this comes to light and we understand what's going on in Next Level Apparel did do the right thing. But I think the bigger question is how do we protect ourselves and our clients? We don't control that, a lot of yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, and I and go ahead. I, maybe you have an answer. How do we protect ourselves? I I, I do have one, but if you don't, uh, if you do, I'd love to hear yours.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that you know the way that I approach this is trying to partner with suppliers who are good at this sort of thing. It's one of the, you know. It's funny. I, I, there's still several great suppliers in the apparel space. But Sanmar has an incredible reputation around this sort of thing. Yeah. It's one of the reasons that I, I am comfortable partnering with certain yeah. suppliers over mm-hmm. others is because I just trust them. And it, yeah. does that solve the problem? No, but does it put my mind at ease that I'm working with people who are at least intentionally yeah. trying to do it better? Yeah, it does a little bit.
0: Well, and if it's something I think that's really important to you and your brand and your business and you're worried about it. I mean, if something like this happened, It may be a, hey, we didn't know, we're sorry, we're taking out of circulation, no harm, no foul, it's over and done with. If you have a brand that's built on we're ethical, we do this, this, and this, it may do irreparable harm to your brand. So I think you need to look at your own brand, what does it stand for and all that. But if it's something that's concerning to you, I think you can ask suppliers for detailed documentation of their supply chain. Mm -hmm. Um, And that might mean even getting an affidavit that demonstrates that their partners have no connection to anything in Xinjiang. Uh, from every identical uh, manufacturer, if that's something you're worried about. And we talked yeah. about it last week when Seven Sourcing was uh, the sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. Partnering with people who really understand how to navigate those markets yeah. uh, overseas is critical because you are, you know, I, I always use this example. If you are working with a large insurance company and you get a, a 200,000 teddy bears because that's what they give out to small kids during a disaster situation, like a hurricane or a tornado and you only find out later that those uh, teddy bears contain flammable materials that are banned in the United States, you're out of business. I mean, yeah. you will be out of business. So it's very important to, to make sure you work with suppliers you trust yep. that truly understand this. So I thought it was a very interesting thing. I, I re, it was a really informative article. If anybody, um, if anybody wants to see it, uh, it is behind a paywall, but if you go to Twitter and go to Chris Ruvo's uh, Twitter account, has a link to it that uh, frees up the paywall. It's a really good read. Yeah, cool.
1: That's great. I love it. All right, Kirby. Um, okay. So oh, this this might be a quick one. I just kind of wanted your take on this, and the, the, it actually might be informative for the two or three okay. listeners. Um, so both, both of them. Both yeah, both. exactly. So, um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there are studies that say that essentially when you are involved in a creative type of work and really any mm-hmm. type of work, that the space you work in matters, right? Mm-hmm. That essentially, when you have a place where you're doing creative work, when you sit yep. down at that place, consistently your brain kind of kicks into a, a, a moment Different that says, place. okay, yeah. this is this is where I do this, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I will tell you, as you know, I've, I've started the process mm-hmm. of writing a new book. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I love my office here. I'm, I'm at a physical mm-hmm. office, uh, downtown Coshocton. Um, but then I have an office at my home. And so I started sure. the process of writing this book at my house. Mm-hmm. Now, I've given myself bandwidth here at the Hossman Marketing Office, where I've put it on the schedule. I'm going to work on it. And I am telling you, Bill, I can't. I can't write it. here. I, I, it is I, I, So yesterday, I actually had the bandwidth. And I was like, I'm going to sit down and write. And I, like, I did everything but that, Mm. (laughs) like I wandered around the office. Like, and so I ended up going home. I got home and immediately it turned on. I sat and wrote for another hour and it was like, it's when it occurred yeah. to me that, oh, yes, the space really matters. So my I, I, I wanted to bring that up, but I wanted to kind of get your take. Do you have yeah. a space where you go to for that? And do you think that is a real thing? And do you think that that's something that people need to focus on? So I'll do
0: my best to answer your question. I yeah. think what you experience is something you Kirby Hossman needs. Yep. Um, I I do not, and maybe it's because I don't have the luxury of it. I have one mm-hmm. office; it's mm-hmm. here, right, right here. Yep. Um, so I don't, you know, I do have to, of course, think about okay. I'm doing this type of work now, right. clerical, administrative, whatever, and now I'm going to do creative work. There is a flip that works there. I tend to do creative work in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, administrative work in the afternoon. So I segment it that way. Um, now, I do think your space is important that, you know, whether you're doing whatever work you're doing, that is yeah. inspirational, period, yeah. that it inspires you to do your best. Right. Um, but, you know, you have the luxury of having two physical spaces to do that. Right. Because you have an office in Coshocton downtown. I, mm-hmm. I don't have that. I don't have that luxury. Right. So I don't think of it that way. What I do think of it is a mindset shift. So right. I, I, I agree there's a mindset shift there. Now, what as I was listening to you talk, though, I did have a little bit of a revelation. Okay, so I have two computer screens. Like a lot of people I have two monitors. I have this one that's right in front of me where I tend to do all my creative work. Hmm. And then I've got this one where my outlook lives and all hmm. the administrative bullshit lives right over here. So <laughs> I think there's something to that, but I think it's also very individualistic what do you need to inspire the work that you do so it can be the best it can be?
1: Yeah. And I think where where this study, is, the, the things that I've read about this start, is that so many people do, especially when working from home, mm-hmm. is that they will, yeah. oh, I'm just going to sit at the kitchen table and, yeah. and do my work. And that's where everybody drops their stuff. And it's where it's all cluttered. And I think that what the studies will tell you is that you need a space. It doesn't have to be yes. multiple spaces. It doesn't have to Correct. be, but it needs to be a space where, Hey, this is the place I go to do this type of work. And Correct. I, I, that is certainly, I, I don't know that I've ever run into it quite mm. so starkly. Cause I do sure. Creative work here sometimes, right. But for okay. whatever reason I am, I was like literally banging my head on the on the door, trying yeah. to do something here. And it, as soon as I got into that other space, it it, it turned it on. So it was just interesting. So, to so something that, that I do here, especially this time of year, again,
0: I, I, one of the things I love about living in Nashville is we do get all four seasons Yeah, and we get an extended spring and we get an extended autumn. And we just upgraded our, our, my, the back 40 mm, with some right. really nice furniture we'd saved up for and dah, 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 da. I will go out there on, you know, usually a Thursday afternoon or certainly a Friday afternoon, and just kind of finalize. I'll take my laptop out there. It's gorgeous outside. I'll have mm-hmm. music going, and I'll finish up kind of the week, wrap yeah. up the week a little bit. So, I, I think changing the scene and yeah. is 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 really what we're talking about here, and I do think that's important. Just to kind of, I, I need I need to get out of this place. Yeah, I need no. to get, I need to do something different. So I love that. All right, Kirby. I a great topic, by the way. I really yeah, liked that, that was one. was fun. All right. So I was sitting yesterday in this non-creative space that's creative. <laughs> I um, <do> <laughs> uh, and I started thinking, we haven't done a game in a while. Yeah. And so I came up with a game, and this is called What Comes to Mind. So Kirby, okay. I'm going to mention things in the promotional products industry. Yeah, get a little nervous. I would. Um, uh, Things in the promotional products industry. And I wanted to know the first Word, phrase, company, whatever that comes to your mind. Okay. okay? I'll do my best. It's there, there, there's, and I'm and no BS because this could go sideways. There <laughs> are no tricks, no anything like that. I just thought it would be interesting. It's almost like a marketing study. What do we think of when we hear that? Okay. Okay. Cool. And, and, to, and, and in true transparency, I did this as well. So I came up with the topics and I wrote down and I have them on here. The first thing that came to my mind. And I did not, I will not change them. So I'm, I've played as well and I didn't put any thought into it. it I wrote topics and then boom, 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 boom. I was done. So okay. I, I hope you are with me on that. All right. Uh, I'm, so I'm with let's you, start with the first one. Okay. I'm just going to apparel. Sanmar. Okay. I can, I had SNS activewear. So yeah. Both great answer. So you, yeah. you're getting, you the theme of the game.
1: Yep. Okay. Outerwear. Uh, North face. Storm All tech. Right. Okay. Okay. What's funny too, is I have no North face. <laughs> yeah. So, so speak to funny. a little bit of branding, right? Like, cause that's yeah. stuff. So go ahead. Golf. I, honestly. So so you said the first thing popped in my head, okay. it was, uh, I just thought of just like the vision of standing at the tee box on number one tee okay. at my local golf course. That's what I thought of when I first thought. No where I, my brain was very promotional products. When okay. Yes. Yeah, so I came with the gold, gold bond. No, and, and honestly, sorry. that was I, so my second thought was gold bond because I was actually, I actually emailed them yesterday to ask about a self promo for golf balls. Oh, that's awesome. literally yesterday. So,
0: oh, that's awesome. So okay. let's, uh, let's just for the, let's for the spirit of this, try to think of the first industry thing. You think okay. Of, got okay? it. Okay. So sorry. I, I, that's my, my bet. Nope. That's my fault. Awards. Uh, R.S. Owens. Okay. I came up with Jay Charles probably okay. because they were a longtime client of mine. Yeah. They yeah, yeah. Don very well and the yeah. Dice Brothers very well. well. All right. Drinkware. Uh, Starline. Turvis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. We have yet to connect on this. So this is very yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, headphones. Uh, uh, Hirsch. Okay, I came with JBL.
1: JBL, which is, carries, so yeah, yeah. same thing. Nope, so so I landed JBL, but that wasn't so. That's yeah. I actually no, have those in great. my backpack right now. <laughs> no, no, I think that's great.
0: All right, Oregonio. Okay. Uh, Up, oh, that's not that. Let's. That's, that's not a category. I now. actually, I it? actually that had a thought. My... Yeah. So, so
1: my backpack right there. I carry the. Yeah, that, that, the, was those, the that, that was, that was <laughs> the. So
0: that was the category. Was backpacks and Oregonio. I, one I would have said Oregonio for what that's okay see i the, not, that, that's how you know i actually wrote these down uh, what i put <laughs> down uh, all
1: right headwear headwear uh, yeah i think the first one that pops in my head is cap america okay i came up with trucker because uh, i to, that the style of hat I, I oh like uh, well if, of if you're hat, thinking I'm wearing one now if you are thinking uh, that then uh, then i the first thing that popped in my head was dad cap so
0: uh, so that's the I think kind of all. I like him. Th- and I think those are all promo related. They're different yep. styles of caps. Yep. All right. Badges. Oh, come on, man.
1: Vault. Josh Robbins. Oh. The Browns. Who's that? <laughs> Who,
0: who's that? Yeah, Vault, Vault's the answer there. Vault yeah, is definitely yeah. the answer. Um, when I think of badges, it's always Vault. All right. Yeah. Retail brands.
1: Uh, the first thing that popped into my head is uh, Callaway. Uh, okay. so I Nike would probably come second, but I'm wearing a Callaway shirt right now. There you I, go. That's that's just one of my favorites. I came with
0: Hirsch because they carry so many retail brands. Okay, so okay, both, okay, both great answers.
1: All right, two more. Okay, PPAI. I think of the Expo, uh, the Expo and education, and I, I don't know if that's but it, like those are that's two answers, one. but they're synonymous. No, that's great. So when I think of the Expo, that is I, I do more education in that little bit than right. I do probably. The rest of the year in person, so yeah, that's what I think of.
0: I thought of advocacy because I think that's mm-hmm. the, actually the most important thing that PPAI does mm-hmm. is advocating on behalf yeah. of the industry to to the government. So both both great <laughs> answers. Last one,
1: ASI. I think of ESP, um, and I think okay. that the secondary answer is all of the news. Um, but in my you know I'm, I've been around a little while, okay. So I feel like the editorial. I, I'm justifying my answer a little bit, but I think they've really come a long way from their editorial team. And I think in a year or two, maybe that's the first thing, but ESP has been associated with for so long. That's what pops into my head. You're not only explaining
0: your answer, you're giving two of them. So you're playing the game horrifically, <laughs> um, which I appreciate. <laughs> um the first thing that came to my mind was research. I think that's something when I look at ASI, what they've done recently, a lot of really good research. Yeah. Um, I know traditionally that's a lot of things PPAI has done, and I know that they continue to do and do a great job with that. Yeah. But I thought of re- research. So
1: Yeah, that's good. There you I go. Like that's that. the end
0: of the game. That's okay. the end of the game.
1: See, there were no gotchas. There was no tricks. I, it, so dude, now I'm really going to keep
0: fun. you guessing every time we do a, a game. You'll never I, know.
1: I, that was that was fun. We haven't done one of those in a while. And I actually did. I enjoyed that, buddy. That was fun. Well, and we took a break from it because, you know, yeah, it was a little becoming... peek
0: behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. It was like everything else was easy. And the coming with the game was really getting cumbersome. And so we yeah. kind of just let it go. And we got some feedback from, from uh, one of our listeners that you don't need to do that. Yeah. I miss it. So bringing yeah. it back once in a while, little bullet, little party in the back.
1: I think okay. the term you were looking for was ass
0: whip. Yeah, that's (laughs) the term, but I'll tell you what's not an ass whip and that's working with our good pals over at PXP solutions. That's right. Bruce Jolish, their owner and CEO. He really likes the fact he loves being associated with this podcast. I know he's told me that personally, I believe he's told you that as well, but I will tell you, he's got a dedicated team of really skilled trained professionals that absolutely care about decorating apparel and doing it the right way the first time so that your target audience gets, they, they just are overwhelmed and their expectations aren't met, they're exceeded. So if you want to have that type of experience, uh, the single source PPO, all the decorating methods, I could go on and on, listen to the front of the podcast. You can hear all the the platitudes about PXP Solutions, but you ought to uh, email Bruce at uh, bruce at pxpsolutions.com or you can give him a call, 214 380 18 All right, Kirby. Well, uh, here we are. We're wrapping it up. Episode number 151. I wish you and yours a lovely Memorial Day weekend. And I look forward to chatting with you uh, next week. Back at you, brother.